0: back like we never left. Let me get this up. Here it is. So in the last episode, part one, 20 things I learned in my early 20s. This is something I wrote on my birthday in 2014 uh, in my blog, Free Spirit Fun, which is the beginning of Lightworkers Lounge podcast. So yeah, you know how people say like real successful self-made entrepreneurs say, It's the iceberg analogy, right? Like, you see my success. Yeah, but... But what they don't see is how long it took. Like, imagine the people that are just now finding Lightworkers Lounge. They're probably like, oh, man, this girl just started a podcast and gets hundreds of thousands of downloads. And it's like, no, I've been blogging since January 2014.
1: So, the whole iceberg analogy, you only see this, but what's really happening is this, and... It takes a long, long time of late nights, long hours, and it's all the things that nobody would ever see. But then all of a sudden, they see Lightworkers Lounge pop up on their Spotify, they listen to a few podcasts, but what they never do is actually go back and look at like, holy shit, she's had 300 and something episodes, like, whoa. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm still like nowhere near the top 10 podcast in the world or anything like that. My downloads are good, but they're not incredible.
1: You're up there though. I'm
0: up there, but you know, there's like a competition. I'm doing my thing.
1: Well, you're just not paying for... For uh, ads and I don't have a marketing
0: for, team yet, yeah. but we are going to work on that because I do think it does take a village. I think our content is great. It just needs a little help, which yeah. is something I'm working through. I agree.
1: But I agree.
0: Yeah. People just instantly see like a famous singer. They're like, oh, lucky break. It's like, oh no, no. (laughs) They've been writing songs. They've, they've wrote three albums. You have no idea about mixtapes. They try and try and try. And so I think this really separates what is my soul's purpose versus what I, what do I want to do for a living? Because Mm. I would still record, I probably will record this podcast honestly for the rest of my life because it's so fun.
1: Well, here's the thing is Remember how in uh, the previous podcast, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen. But remember how we talked about um, passion and sometimes you shouldn't make your passion your career? Yeah. I think what you've done perfectly with the podcast is never made the podcast your career in a sense. Like it's always been a compliment to what you actually do, but your podcast is never, I can't imagine, like we joke about having like our own show and getting paid and all these things, but it's like that may actually take away. What we really love about it, and what you've loved about it for so long—showing
0: up when I feel like it, big manifestor energy. Maybe. I mean, this isn't my passion. My passion is music.
1: Yeah, true. (laughs) True. Bring on
0: the bass. This is just something that I find fun, and I'm like, well, I I don't like that I have to edit. I don't have to, but I do (laughs) my—I edit my entire show, and I do all the back end work. Yeah. Remember how I'm always like, "You love coming on the show because you get to sit in that pretty little seat and then walk right out." As soon as you walk right out, I'm in here for another hour, like edit, intro, outro, writing the show notes, making yeah. sure all the links are in there. It's it's work.
1: Yeah. But nobody sees that. Nobody
0: sees that. They're just like, man, y'all are lucky. Yeah. So back to 20 things I learned in my early 20s that I wrote on my birthday in 2014. Number 11, people evolve. I wrote... One of my biggest pet peeves is someone looking at me like the Stephanie that was 16 years old, living in Goffstown, New Hampshire, driving a black Dodge Neon and working in the kitchen of a hospital. I am 10 years, an entire decade, removed from that period of my life. I'm a completely different person. And hell, I'm a completely different person than I was when I got married just two years ago. Your 20s are for evolving, growing, and changing. Without change, you aren't growing as a person. And if you aren't growing, what are you doing?
1: She was smart.
0: She was a smart gal. And it's both interesting and sad that I wrote that because this truly is such a testament to that we teach most what we most need to learn. Now that I am 10 years removed from this blog, I am like, whoa! I needed to learn that. I needed to learn that. I got thrown this lesson, that lesson to really drive home that um, because the whole reason for the ending of my marriage was we evolved in Mm -hmm. completely different directions. Yeah, you're supposed to. Completely different. You're supposed to. And this is where, guys, we actually recorded. I'm just going to let you know. We recorded this whole fucking segment on like two more things from the bullet points. But we looked at GarageBand and his mic was turned off.
2: So, so I'm, I'm trying
0: to sound not agitated, but we were like, "Fuck, that was so good!" Now we have to re-record. It.
1: And then the bass, all of a sudden, and then right our when you stop, my neighbor is
0: playing fucking bass so loud. I should add that. I should go back and find it and just just piece show it him. in. I'm sure he's gonna fucking pump it up again so i'll let you guys tune into that but no what i was saying in the people evolve part we were talking about friendships Mm -hmm. outgrowing friendships because when i had wrote this i was just talking about all my old high school college buddies that i didn't talk to anymore yeah you know they definitely were wonderful for me in that time period but when i got married and paid my own bills and i wanted to take life serious and not go to house parties every weekend yeah You know, I really wanted to do the wifey thing, the family thing. I wanted that. I didn't want house parties. Like, I got tired of that shit when I was 20, before I even (laughs) turned 21. Yeah. It's not fun. It's cool when you're young, but then it's like, have you ever seen a sunrise on top of a mountain? (laughs) Like, whoo! That's that juice.
1: You're supposed to be growing. And those who don't grow as well end up, you know, Go in a different direction. Do you still
0: talk to anybody you grew up with?
1: Not a single person. Me neither. Not a single person. But that's, I love it. I love it because it shows me that I've gone in a direction. No matter what direction that is, I wasn't stagnant. I didn't stay there. I didn't um, stay in relationships, friendships that no longer served me, that I made tough decisions and I'm at where I'm at and I'm going to make more tough decisions in the future. But what you learn along the way is, (laughs) <laughs> like what is the timeline I'm now willing to allow somebody to grow in their own terms, in their own way while I grow. And you know, I don't, I don't need somebody to match me, but at the same time, like if I'm running ultra marathons now, like it's a requirement of my f- people who are around me that they exercise yeah, or that they eat healthy or they take care of themselves in some type of way. yeah. And so if you don't, There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just not the direction I'm going. And it's cool, though. It's cool to watch you now see, like, where? what do I value? What do the other people value? And do I believe I'm not falling in love with their potential. I'm falling in love with who they are now. But do I believe who they are now is going to follow the same values and integrity? And if they don't, then, like, we just slowly, like, it doesn't have to be a Band-Aid, but we slowly, like start to transition ourselves in a different direction your,
0: your trees your roots you grow in opposite directions yeah we have this stigma around if you're not friends with someone or you stop talking as much or hanging out as frequently that all of a sudden you don't like each other yeah there's hatred there's anger there's beef but that, why is that why is that even a thing yeah because the people that I used to be really close with that I'm not anymore I still love I would love to give them a hug and they like, how are you I would never see them in the grocery store and ignore them and like be like oh don't talk to me
1: yeah you know, I wouldn't hug. I wouldn't hug half the people that I'm.
0: you're that's your birth turn. <laughs> just but, screams, don't touch me. <laughs> but I don't.
1: But I don't. Yeah, I don't wish anyone ill will. No. It's like you. You're going to do you. And yeah. Even the people who have wronged me. It's like you needed to learn something. You taught me something. Right? Have a good one. Peace.
0: Right. Go your separate ways in yeah. peace. But so who you hang out with is becoming a really popular topic, as it should, because. Yeah. Your inner circle, who you talk to every day, especially who you see every day, dictates who you're going to become or who you will not ever
1: become. 100%.
0: But when you apply that same theory to your romantic partnership, Mm -hmm. that's where I'm like, whoa, because it's just a given that every season of life will come with new friends and the loss of some. Yeah, That is just healthy transactions and relationships, I think. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, you throw romance and sex into it, and you're like, you need to stay with me forever. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I, I mean, I still very much believe in monogamy and long-term commitment, but if it's so hard to stay friends with someone because you grow so much and they grow so much, Now throw in family pressure. If you start a family with this person, romantic pressure, like we are so much more emotionally demanding from our romantic partners. My God.
1: Well, the thing is, is, and I hold true to this, you should be best friends with your romantic partner before it becomes romantic. Uh And that allows you to understand how long you're willing to tolerate the other person not growing and whatever way they <laughs> are supposed to go. Like you, for instance, if we went back 10 years, I was an unhealthy baby J, right? So like if that would have been our relationship back then and you were stepping into health and you were coach, health coaching people and I'm stopping at McDonald's every morning to <laughs> grab coffee, like the relationship's not going to work. And you can't sit there for years expecting me to stop getting McDonald's and start eating a salad. You can't. Like, yeah. And it's not your job to put a salad in front of me. And so within our romantic relationships, we have values and we have our wants, needs and desires. But as we climb up the ladder and we look down, if that other person is not even attempting to climb... like. You have a set amount of time in your heart and your gut that says, yeah. I have to remove myself because I'm holding you back from going a direction you want to go. And you're holding me back from climbing this ladder.
0: Yeah. That's, but it's, it's not a bad thing.
1: Like everyone thinks it's, it's, um, it's negative. It's negative. Like it's not.
0: Yeah. Everybody who's an OG here knows one of the coolest things I heard during my divorce, which was during my first letter return was Congratulations. I was like, what? Everybody else says, oh my God, are you okay? I'm so sorry. What happened? Yeah. But this one woman with long gray hair looked at me and said, congrats, sis. Congratulations for speaking and owning your truth. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Powerful. Yeah. And that was exactly what happened in my marriage. There was no animosity, hatred, fighting. It was just he grew left, I grew right. Yeah. No harm, no foul. But hey, like you got to go this way. I got to go this way. And we are stuck to each other preventing what needs to happen to our souls from happening and that's not love you gotta let it go
1: the better the more wise you get if you're actually listening learning and growing you'll start to notice your relationships actually start to last a shorter period of time for a little bit
0: your friendships are romantic all
1: of them like you'll start to notice that when you actually step into your power of who you are and where you're going the next few people that come along You're going to let them in, you're going to see things sooner, and you're going to move on sooner. Mm -hmm. Instead of allowing people to sit beside you for years, it now becomes months. But it's not saying that you can't find the one or the two that are going to be there forever, but those that you need to get out start getting out quicker. Yeah. Because you now see things and feel things from a different perspective.
0: That's true. That's very true. I mean- I, I use the analogy of shooting stars, of course. Yeah. Because- I think some friends come out of nowhere. They just pop out of the sky and you're like, wow, you're awesome. And then they're there for some reason to deliver, sprinkle some shining star in your heart. Mm -hmm. But then they fizzle out and they fade. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not in the sky anymore. And you're like, I wish I could permanently see just a raining star's meteor shower. But it's like they're a shooting star. They came, they went, and they're gone. And you can hold that love. We humans are so funny. We just want to hold on to everything forever. No change, no evolving. Rawr.
1: I had somebody recently that and I loved it. I loved that I opened my eyes within a matter of months to to who this person really was. Instead of the old me would have waited forever and it would have only hurt me even yeah. more had I not said I have to step away from this. And so it's cool. It's cool to watch how you evolve in the mirror and then yeah. reflect on it and be like, wow, good job.
0: Yeah. Keep going. Always evolve. It As someone heavy Scorpio Taurus dominant fix signs in my birth chart, I love to hold on to people forever. Matching tattoos till death to us part. But that's not healthy, I don't yeah. think, because I can remain loyal to people who could care less about me. I yeah. will remain loyal to people who are just siphoning energy out of me. Yeah. It's definitely something I need to work on.
1: Simple questions. Questions over statements. So,
0: yeah. So agree or disagree. People agree.
1: evolve. Agree.
0: Number 12. What you are doing now does not define your entire life i wrote so you feel like you'll be in college until the end of time because you keep changing your major or maybe you're working a job out of college that you have no passion for just working to pay those student loans story time when my mom was my age she was working in a plastics factory with no college education flash forward 20 years she has a master's of nursing informatics degree and has traveled the world for work runs to new york city just to attend meetings Do you think 26-year-old Lisa would have ever imagined in her wildest dreams that she would be going to Italy one day for work? Hell no. And I remind myself of my mom's journey often. What I'm doing now is 100% not what I will be doing in 20 years, 10 years, heck, maybe even next year I'll be in a different place. Life is great like that. So keep your chin up. Whoa, I wrote 10 years and that's pretty much now. If I could go back and tell this little girl holding her gold birthday balloons on the beach taking <laughs> cliche libra <ass laughs> photos, hey, you're going to be recording a podcast in a studio No longer married to Denver. the and, person you're with. Well, I would have just been like, yo, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I, just, just chokes me up a little bit. Yeah, Because I had that little tiny, tiny seed, I mean the size of a ladybug, glow in my heart that said, this ain't it. <laughs> I know what my life is going to look like and everything around me has dimmed it down to the size of a poppy seed. But that poppy seed still busted through the concrete and grew into a jasmine vine and here we are
1: (laughs) the thing uh this kind of goes back to one of the other ones in the first uh part but you need to dream because your dreams are actually a lot of times a projection of you in the future so you need to dream and whatever those dreams are like make a plan to get to where those dreams are but also at the same time don't hold on so much to that dream That it has to be what that dream is, because it's not gonna be. But that seed is planted to show you that something great is coming. Mm -hmm. And so, if it were, you know, let's say my big dream and my goal that I've just visioned for years has been, you know, walking on stage in front of millions of people and health coaching and changing people's lives. Like, just I, I know this is who I'm gonna be. It's like, okay, create a plan to to make that happen, create impact with people, but don't hold on to if you never step on a stage at all Mm -hmm. that you have like you're not living your dream just be okay with what happens knowing that you're taking the right steps in the right direction
0: yeah i think when we look at the entire staircase and see the top and focus on that we get lost yeah because when i look back to you know when i wrote this i was working a nine to five work from home job so that was nice but it was for an insurance company and it was just the most monotonous same exact data entry shit every day. I mean, soul sucking. Yeah. No brain cells needed. And what I did is I just focused my free time on the things I loved. Yeah. And so after that job, even during my lunch break, I would go outside and take pictures. I would write blog posts. I would just start small instead of always worrying like, I don't want to work here. I want to work for myself. I just did things that lit me up. Yeah. And I let the rest take care of itself, and it worked.
1: Dream big, and then come back to earth, and just keep and taking take steps. small bites, yep.
0: little nibbles. You don't want the whole cookie at once because you'll get a tummy ache. Yep. You'll end up in a motel in Pueblo, Colorado throwing up.
1: <laughs> Go back and listen to the last one.
0: So we agree or disagree. Agree. What you're doing now does not define your entire life.
1: No, it's, it's no different than a mistake.
0: My favorite mantra is, for now. We're recording this podcast in Denver for now. Guarantee you in a week, we're not going to be here.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that. 13. Meditate. Find solitude and find it often. When I was in therapy, I was told to take myself out to eat or take myself to the movies. Learn to love to be alone. I go hiking in the woods alone every single day. It's a great time to clear your mind and just be. It is essential to my health i agree remember the other day you asked me something about the podcast remember you were like have you always wanted to do it or how did you know this was you asked me something along those lines and i was like i didn't i had no clue but what i did do is i would walk in the woods Mm. and talk out loud literally like i'm talking to you guys right now is how i would walk through what i only well i didn't really run into many people but i'm sure somebody heard me and was like oh wow <laughs> like, <laughs> <Woo-woo>! <laughs> they,
1: walk, they walk by like these ladies who are watching you watch the chipmunks
0: and i'm like, like two 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 a message from my spirit guys
1: <laughs> he's my twin flame he's not <laughs> hmm
0: karmic partners soulmates, mates tw-
1: honey are you okay
0: kids these days those are
1: nice chipmunks right yeah yeah <sighs>
0: But I would literally get to the end of my two hour hikes in the woods, feeling so refreshed, get into my Chevy Equinox and just think, Wow, I just like did a whole radio show by myself.
1: <laughs> it's um
0: I literally towards <clears throat> the end of this I said out loud, I'm gonna do something with this one day. Like somebody's gonna hire me to be a DJ and at a radio station. That's what I thought.
1: Yeah. You never know?
0: Blows my mind all for now. Wow. It's
1: it's true. It's true.
0: 100%. Oh, my God. I can't wait to be recording these from the Florida Keys house.
1: And it'll happen. Just got to keep taking one step at a time. Oh,
0: gives me full-body truth bumps. So agree or disagree. Meditate.
1: Ag- agree. It, it,
0: Solitude. Alone time.
1: It, again, it's what I said in my post yesterday. It's like I found tons of... The best things that I've ever come, I found in solitude. And for me, it was like fishing alone or ultra marathons or just, yeah, Mm -hmm. being alone and understanding. When you have no other energy around you, you can truly, now whether you act on it or not, that's where we all fuck up. But like when you're alone and nobody's around, you get to ask yourself questions. You get to see what comes up. You get to understand yourself better. And the more you do that, the more you have an opportunity to take the right step. So meditation is key. If you like sitting down and meditating, eyes closed, great. Mm -hmm. If you love just walking in the woods alone, great. But find time to actually ask your own self questions because all day long, we spend so much time asking other people shit. Very rarely do we stop and ask us. We don't
0: realize how much the subtle things in life energetically influence us. Yeah. Just as we were saying in part one, how I... (laughs) might call it the poop scroll. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the dump poop poop in the dump but <laughs> how when you're scrolling on social media if i were to go up to you or you were to bust into the bathroom and be like what did you just look at and i'd say i don't know chicken disco ball <laughs> I'm like, oh, what yeah even if you can't recite what you just saw whatever you did just take into your eyeballs your retinas it's affecting you yeah even when you go to a grocery store when you're stuck in traffic and someone honks at you because the light just turned green you're absorbing That energy. And so I love what you just said because I did my little five-year period of self-isolation. Nobody, baby. Just me, myself, and I. Because I knew that I was extremely influenced by the people around me. I felt it. I knew it. I could trace back my pattern of how I kind of, big Libra, I morph into who I'm around, Mm kind of. And so I was like, wait, I'm married and I don't want to be. I work a job that I have no fucking business being at. I live in a place that I, why, why am I here? Mm -hmm. I lost myself. Holy crap. And so I said, I need to be alone. I need to be alone. I need to reconnect with the essence and my truth of who I am. And as I did that over the course of five years, I ended my marriage, I left the job, and I moved to the (laughs) keys.
1: Here's one thing I want everyone to know, and it's something I try and tell you all the time. Nobody loses themselves. You're always searching for yourself, but you never truly lose yourself. Because once you find yourself, when you truly find it, there's no way you'll lose it. So just a reminder, if you think like, oh man, I've lost myself. You haven't lost yourself. You just truly haven't found yourself yet. And that's okay.
0: I think as I listened to you, I don't think I lost myself, but I took my race car of life and did a UE and went backwards and went down a track that had one way signs saying, Stop, turn around. But I was like, nah, this is what society tells me, dude. This is great. So I've always been the same person in the car, but the car was going down a one way heading up north when I really wanted to just cruise south.
1: It's like um it's like the car is uh Furby, it has its own mind or Furby, yeah. whatever that thing was. And you have to just
2: wait a second. You gotta Spark! go
1: You gotta go where it goes and learn the lessons along the way because if not, you'll you'll never truly live if yeah. anybody thinks that they are constantly gonna be making the right decision, finding themselves over and over and over. It's like, no, nah, sometimes you have to drive the opposite direction. Yeah. To get back where you wanna go. So i'm proud of you
0: go in reverse and then get back on the right highway you know like when you miss an exit no different yeah sometimes we get influenced by the people we're around by society and we miss the exit well you gotta get off the next one yeah maybe get gas to refuel yourself yep. get back on the highway and go yeah just like number 12 what you're doing now does not define your life who you're with now is not who you're going to be with forever
1: yep 100 percent. if
0: you so choose i agree 14 mistakes are your friend
1: hold on one second what's really cool is oh God. we listened to the alex ramosi podcast the other day and remember he did his uh, 20 things that'll keep you poor yeah and it's so funny how psychology works you're saying each one of these in almost a similar way that he did remember when he was like and 14 like yep wow. subconsciously then this is real sees real And it shows me that I can, and I'm off topic, but I can start listening to him a little more because I trust and value you. And if you're picking up traits of somebody else, then that means that subconsciously your Scorpio everything is like, (laughs) that person's okay. Yeah. And I like it.
0: That's pretty cool. I I thought you were going to comment on Jeffrey snoring because the mic is picking it up. It's really great.
1: Everyone loves it though.
0: I know. I don't know why I even bring it up because everybody says, I love his snoring in the background. Yeah. (laughs) This means, you know what it means when he, oh, God forbid, when he passes away, people are all going to mourn.
1: The silence.
0: The silence. Mm -hmm. The, guys. I will too. Whew. Mistakes are your friend. Your 20s are made to make mistakes. You can't learn and grow without them. Just don't let them consume you. It's kind of like what we were saying in the first part, Mm -hmm. how you said your mess is your message, but Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, but do you know how many people will just scrutinize and ostracize you for making mistakes. Oh my God. Don't beat yourself up over mistakes you made in this decade. If you learn from them, then they have served their purpose and you can let go and move on. Same goes for your loved ones. They will make mistakes. Some might really hurt you. Understand that we are all only human, trying to do the best we can in this human life. Then refer back to number nine. Let it go. <laughs> you, I'm so witty.
1: You were... <laughs> Again, you knew on this day when you wrote this the wisdom that you needed. But oh, yeah, but you teach reminding, most what you most need to learn. Yeah, but it would have been cool if you would have made it a point to read this every single day. I know. I mean, we don't think of this shit, right? Because why would we? But like, so but
0: honestly, good. when I look back at this, the you know, age and life is wisdom. But when I look Mm -hmm. back at who I was when I wrote this, I thought that losing a friend from high school was just the death of your soul. Mm -hmm. Little things like that. And then what I've been through in the past 10 years that has really opened my eyes to, wow, humans do this. I mean, this, this isn't just me individually. This is collectively. Look at what we've seen with Trump being president. Look at what we've seen with the pandemic. Yeah. We've all been scarred. And yeah. so, yeah, I do need to constantly remind myself of this. It's good. I just I can feel the innocence in me of when I wrote this. Yeah. So do you agree or disagree? Agree. People fuck up. Yeah. Your friends are going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up.
1: Well, it goes back to the other one on part one, too, where if, some, the, like, if your intent was malicious, remove yourself from whatever that friendship or relationship was, Cause it's not healthy. If yeah. their intent is malicious, remove them from your life. Cause it's not healthy. But if people just fuck up because they're human and things happen and there was no malicious intent behind it, it's just, I made the wrong decision and I'm sorry. Like my intent was to never hurt you, but I hurt you as a byproduct of my decision. Like that's when you look at things and go, okay, do I believe that this person, um, Truly Had no malicious intent If not like okay we're human, What if we you feel up.
0: like They did have malicious intent But they tell you over and over I didn't mean to
1: I think you can tell I think you can tell I guess it would have to be like, More specific Like this was hard
0: for me Because I, I I do fully grasp That we're all human And mm-hmm. nobody is perfect But How do you know When a friend Or a lover Or even a family member When they just keep making mistakes and you're like man they're only human right like there's so many people in relationships friendships right now who from the outside looking in you would go my god what the fuck are you doing leave this person but they're like it's we all i make mistakes we all make mistakes you know what i mean
1: i mean if it's the same mistake over and over and over and over and like at some point you just have to say hey it's not even about the mistake anymore. It's, or like hurting me anymore. It's the fact that like, you don't even value your own life enough to try and correct this. So I got to remove myself. Cause if not, like this can get real bad and I'm yeah. sorry, I can't, uh, I- I'll row the boat. But if you're drilling more holes than I can patch, like I got to go. Yeah. So Wow. I agree.
0: Yeah. I eventually feel, and especially in regards to marriage, to being married to someone, for life I seriously think that lifelong commitment is going to be phased out in the next 10 years I hope I not I don't think it's going to be a normal thing anymore
1: I mean I hope it I hope you're wrong cuz I think it's it's one of the few things that if you don't have anyone not a single person in your life that you get to the end with and and you got to actually have somebody who had the same values who was loyal who was honest who had integrity who went through the ups and downs with you but with those values like that's fucking sad that's lonely sad,
0: but you look at our culture the instant gratification Mm -hmm. the narcissism disguised as social media it's not conducive to being in a long-term committed marriage. And then you see all these other people touting their marriage on the internet. Like, it's so fun, and we just make TikTok dances all day, and our kids love us, and they never, like, you fall into that trap, and then compare it. We're just, we are doomed for that. I think the only way to make a marriage long-term is to get to a point where maybe you're, like, 50 years old, and you're like, okay, we're all done with social media. We have our phones to connect with our kids, and that's it. It's just
1: us. I think our generation... Won't have a problem with it, but yeah, <laughs> I, I can see how. I think before. we're the first
0: that's going to show it, and then the next generation, like teenagers now, uh, I just don't think so. And then kids being born right now, yeah, they're gonna they'll they'll be like, what's it called, Marriage? marriage, what? Well, that's the thing. You guys used to have a license to get what?
1: <laughs> uh, now, don't get me wrong, I think the whole mixing the state with it, fuck that, but. <laughs> Do I believe that if people like us lead from the front and show you the good, the bad, the ugly, how we did it, why we did it, and there's a a trail that others can follow and implement things in their own life? Like, I think that's why it's more important now for real relationships to not show everything. Like, I'm Scorpio. You got to keep things in, in your own walls. But talk about things. Show those in your own community. Like, give people the example of what what love looks like. And it's one thing that we can't measure, but at the end of the day, love is broken down into some simple principles of values, right? So Mm -hmm. like appreciation, honesty, integrity. When you're like, we heard that deal and it rings true. Whether it's a friendship love or relationship love. um, You, we all like to sit here and say like, I'm an honest person. We'll put yourself in a situation where Dishonesty is a choice and still choose honesty. Yeah, and that'll show you how much you value you and the person Oh, yeah, that is part of this, right? So um Loyalty is no difference.
0: I gotta throw a fork in this. I just googled stats The rate of divorce has actually gone down a lot
1: Here's the thing though is I do believe This is why I say it the more people lead from the front who really are in authentic relationships with themselves and another, the more you show it in a world today where attention is like the biggest currency, doesn't mean you have to wanna to be an influencer or teach relationships, but mm-hmm. show. Show how. I love those pages that show like how they communicate when it's bad, how they circle back when it's good. Yeah. And then they give you like a real caption where it's like, well, hey, I did this tonight. I went out and got fucking drunk with my boys. <laughs> I came back and yelled at her. This is the first time I've ever done it. Here's how she responded. Here's what we're doing to work on it. And if I do this again, I'm removing myself from this relationship. Yeah. And it's like, nice. Show us real examples of struggle. And triumph.
0: So, The divorce rate in America in 2019 and 2020 was significantly lower than in 2009 and 2010. Despite a slight increase in 2010, the overall divorce rate has fallen throughout the last decade. Lack of commitment is the most common reason given by divorcing couples next to arguing too much. Between 35 to 50% of first-time marriages will end in divorce, Mm -hmm. increasing to approximately 60% for second marriages and over 70% for third.
1: Well, so the statistic is different than I thought. I thought, and this just shows you people aren't willing to learn a fucking thing. If you... (laughs) I'm divorced, right? I've been divorced. Yeah. I learned massive lessons from getting divorced in the person I wanted to be, the person I wanted to be with how I'm going to handle conflict, things like that. Like I chose to grow Mm -hmm. and you chose to grow after yours. So now you have two people who meet up who have chosen to grow and not repeat the same mistakes they made before. So we're making new mistakes, but the chances of us, quote unquote, getting divorced, we're not married, but like breaking up.
0: We ain't getting married because we're smart. Yeah, (laughs)
1: like, but the chances of us not being together are a lot less than they were with our past yeah partners. going
0: from 50 percent to 60 percent is really not that big of a leap yeah of course the third time the charm is like what are you doing yeah stop getting married you can't handle that don't yeah. do it why do, why do we think marriage is something we have to do you don't no. don't get married i we're not getting married no we, i would love to have a cer- like ceremony where we say vows and have a little party with our friends to no, celebrate but love never but be a piece of paper no No name change, no paper, no No. government, no, no. I'll be Jordan Powers. See, no, that's what I mean how it's going to phase out. Mm -hmm. People are going to commit. It's not going to be called marriage. People don't want to do that. Yeah. I talk to them. I give birth chart readings every day from people all over the world. And they're like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. (laughs) No. Here's an interesting stat. Um, Where'd it go?
1: Virgo loves. We're pulling up stats.
0: I know. According to the National Center for Health Statistics here in America, about 50% of marriages end in divorce. And 80% of those divorces are initiated by the woman. Mm. You know what's funny (laughs) with mine? I'm the one who initiated the conversation and said, this is happening Mm -hmm. no matter what. But he got so butthurt and like egotistical. and was like, you know what? I'm going to get the papers first. And he just like left and went to the courthouse and got the papers. So he was listed as the filer.
1: Same, same, same here. I was, I was the one who, it's like, you don't
0: even want to give me a minute to go get the papers. Like a, I at least wanted to have the conversation, not just come home and Hey, here's papers.
1: Yeah. Same here. I mean, I fucking cheated and yeah. it fell apart. But yeah, I was the one who was like, that's it. No more. And the next thing you knew, I was like, oh shit.
2: The
0: average Papers. length of a marriage in the US? Let me is guess. Seven to eight years. Oh, no. Sorry, sorry. Seven, to I eight I was going to say years. five. There is, I've heard that there is the seven year hump to get over. But honestly, if you get engaged and there's a feeling in you of like, if it wasn't a fuck yes it's definitely a fuck no please listen to us who have been married and divorced and wasted a lot of time energy and money if it is not a resounding cartwheels fireworks yes yeah it's a gentle no yeah it's a gentle not yet it's a gentle not right now but maybe
1: well if you're and if you're being honest whether you're man or woman if you're being honest And you get engaged and you start asking yourself real honest questions like, have I ever been attracted to somebody else? Have I ever had thoughts of something else, something Mm -hmm. different, something better? Like if you ask real honest questions and you have a real honest conversation with yourself, you're going to find out that like this is or isn't what you want to do. Yeah. But you can't be scared to say, this isn't what I want. Like you have to... i forget what number it was but you have to have the power to say no and that's scary because it comes with criticism it Mm -hmm. comes with a lot of shit but it's temporary it's for now
0: over the years researchers have determined certain factors that put people at higher risk for divorce like marrying young Mm -hmm. when i tell you like even if marriage sticks around and remains a thing the average age go ahead quote me on this the average age that people will get married i'm going to say is 35
1: i was going to say 35 men i hope <laughs> i know there's not a lot of men who listen to the okay. podcast right but ladies who have a man right now or if you have a man in your life period make sure that he's about 35 to 37 and beyond before you let him put a ring on it
2: do you think or have we're
0: about to turn this whole episode because i've got i've got questions people who wait to have sex until they're married smart or not smart
1: not smart you're gonna sign a piece of paper that binds you two together and one of the to me one of the greatest aspects of a committed relationship is the act of making love and if you you can be best friends with somebody and be like all right we're best friends now we're going to have sex and see what happens and see how making love feels. Mm. And it can feel fucking horrible. And you both can look at each other and say like that. W- but how would like, they
0: know it feels horrible if they've never had sex? They probably just go, Whoa, this is what sex is supposed to feel that's like. That's true. Ugh. They don't that's know. true. But, but then once you <sighs> get in the, that comfortable zone of like, okay, now we can talk about TikTok, what we like, what we don't.
1: Instagram. You start seeing all these I things. I feel
0: like, in, especially cause it's usually people in their twenties that do this they're gonna have hormonally speaking a natural just draw mm. to wow her body looks different or i wonder what it's like to have sex with that person mm-hmm. or that that mm-hmm. especially for men
1: yeah yeah women would definitely be I've better always, at it i always
0: i kind of honestly admire <laughs> people that do it i think it's pretty badass
1: i do too no no, no. i think it's but I think it's awesome. I think when you have that self-awareness and that fortitude to yeah. not give in to the one thing that yeah. society is forcing you at, like every corner bit. has a strip joint. Yeah. Everything you see on Social TikTok media. is a sexual dance. Like it takes some mad discipline.
0: Well, usually it's a religious thing. So if, they, if some, that doesn't show how bonded they are with their Jesus, some, <laughs> like Sometimes.
1: Their but I think there's some people who were just born into families who – Maybe showed them like, hey, respect yourself enough. And well, sometimes you can just take it.
0: And wait for. To that, to that extreme. I think it is really special too. To like the anticipate. Although that could actually get really bad. If you have all this anticipation, you like dry hump and kiss and go, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then you wait and then your wedding day, you're like super excited for that night. But what if it's terrible?
1: Well, here's the thing. And it
0: hurts and there's blood.
1: Here's the thing. (laughs) No matter what age you are, the first time with somebody, very fucking rarely, is the like, <laughs> oh
2: my You don't know God. what you're doing. It's no.
0: awkward. No. Right? That just, it's it's interesting to me. To me. And so, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, you've had sex with other people, but at the same token, it's like, actually, I'm glad you have. Because you got to know who you are. You got to have sexual confidence, learn things, and...
1: My Scorpio moon just likes to remove you had sex with other men and just say like they were robots. They were robots. I'm tapping into Aquarius that I don't oh. have in my chart. But AI. no, you experience life. There's no right or wrong. If you wait until you're married and you get married and you find out, oh shit, this isn't what I want, make have that same discipline you had getting there to have the discipline yeah. to say, I can't do this anymore and we need to go separate ways. Or if you're somebody who doesn't wait and you fucking do it every weekend with a different person, like... Harness and use your story to learn and grow. Last
0: statistic about
2: it.
0: Okay. I don't know how we got on this subject, and I know that we won't stop. But this is really cool. This statistics from here in the United States. So we have a lot of international listeners, so I'll have to break down the states and where they're located. But these states here in the U.S. that have the highest rate of divorce are Arkansas Hmm. is number one, Mississippi, then Idaho, Oklahoma, louisiana
1: some of the smaller so for our
0: international listeners this is the south yeah this is our southern yeehaw states. i mean idaho is up north near canada so it's an outlier but
1: yeah that's interesting
0: now now think in the southern u.s that's where we have the most poverty Mm. that's where we have the most poverty and lower income people living
1: And this makes total sense that Are you ready
0: for the top five where they don't get divorced?
1: It's going to be Texas and Florida. No. Really?
0: I don't don't even know where they are. The top five states where divorce is not common. Number one, the state with the least amount of people filing for a divorce. Colorado. New Hampshire.
1: Okay, there's only like 12 people there.
0: New Hampshire, then New Jersey, then Massachusetts, Connecticut,
1: Rhode Island. Well, here's the thing. Is that per capita though? What does it say? Because those are the states with the smallest amount of people.
0: It's the smallest, not Massachusetts. No? It's a small state, but that thing is congested. Okay. And New Jersey. Okay. A lot of people who live in New York City just live in New Jersey. I know you're not from there, so you can't like Mm -hmm. visualize it, but they live in New Jersey and travel to New York City for work. But- This is interesting because for our international listeners, again, New England is what we call the northeast section of our country. So that would be New Hampshire and Massachusetts, you know, like New York City, Boston area. Mm -hmm. That's New England of the U.S. And there's a lot of wealth and white people and old money up in that quarter. So you're looking at the divorce rates. It's interesting that the South has the highest rates and New England. Very family oriented, I will say that. And money. Well, they have to
1: be. Whenever you get nine feet of snow one day, you got to have people (laughs) to help you dig out.
0: But isn't that interesting? Yeah, Uh, that is. (laughs) Okay, are we going to move on?
1: Yep, number 15, I think.
0: (laughs) Number 15, connect with your childhood. I read somewhere that in order to find true happiness, we must look back into the things we loved to do as a child. And you know what's neat? Ask anyone, hey, what were your favorite things to do as a kid? 99% 99% of the time, people will mention something outdoors. Oh, I love to go sledding, build forts, ride my bike, run around barefoot. Go do all those things again. Okay, 25-year-old Steph encouraging people to look, I even added a picture of me kayaking. <laughs> encouraging people to get outside. Kids love to be outdoors. Kids don't overeat. They <laughs> Because their primary food Like from our IIN schooling Is fulfilled They're outside They're fun
1: I, I agree My only thing is A lot of children Majority of children Probably wouldn't know how to answer that Because we came from such Fucked up households like mine That the thing I loved most Was my parents weren't fighting Yeah So
0: But you loved movies Yeah and when we roll through Pleasanton, I'll, I think your mind, this is your Chiron in the 12th right here, you are so focused on the negative and the bad things because you should, it was very traumatic for you. Mm-hmm. But when we roll through your hometown or when you get going on a story,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you, cu- you have these beautiful memories that come out. Yeah. Like playing baseball and how good you were at it. Like, yes, you only remember your dad chucking the baseballs at you. But then there's other memories of like fond things that mm-hmm. you've shared with me or fun times at the rodeo or sleeping like you've shared beautiful things like oh i used to go wakeboarding out with alligators there like i know it wasn't with the people you like today Mm -hmm. but back then you did and that was still a cool memory you wouldn't have gone and done it or like going to the river with your mom and her friends like it wasn't what you wanted to do but
1: i just had no choice i had to
0: yeah Hmm. there's things you love to do as a child yeah outdoors athletics you've always been very athletic and you're still doing them
1: yeah true true
0: You love being near the water, fishing, nature.
1: I guess what I was just saying with that is it's really hard for kids who had households like mine to understand what those things that they did love are. Yeah. Because they're so, you know, love playing baseball. But fuck, that came with so much pain, which is why I stopped playing it. Love this. It's all about what
0: your mind is focusing on. Yeah. Because I have got some pretty, I don't want to get into them because they don't, stir up good feelings in me but i've got awful memories outside yeah awful ones that i could dig up but i choose to think of the good ones yeah so that's where i wrote this from connect with your childhood yay or nay
1: yes yes
0: 16 just be nice something that drives me nuts is how most people treat others like they're a number not a human when you go out to eat and don't look your server in the eye When you work in a corporate building, but don't ask the janitors how their day is going. These people go home to families and life struggles too. You would be so surprised at how much your world can change if you just look at everyone as fellow humans trying to survive on the same planet. One time at Chipotle, I made a remark to the kids working the line. Wow, you guys are so fast. That's some dope work ethic you got there. I would be under so much stress working the line this long. You guys are killing it. When we went to pay, they gave us one of our burritos for free. (laughs) At my hair salon last month, my stylist ran over an hour late because of a previous client needing extra work done. The salon owner kept apologizing to me waiting in the lobby, but I smiled every time and said, Don't worry, I got a cup of tea in my hand. I'm cracking up looking at ugly Christmas sweaters on Pinterest. I'm good. They appreciated my kindness and understanding so much, I got over $100 worth of free professional hair products. Kindness is everything. Wow, I forgot about those memories. I just now remembered.
1: I agree. Just don't ever let kindness be the reason you let everyone walk all over you. Yeah. But I agree. If you treat, one of the things that I think of sometimes, and it's been since we've been together, is imagine if every interaction you were about to have, that person just lost a child. (sighs) Or that person just went through something unbelievably traumatic. Like, now, think about your response. Yeah. Right? Like, we have this thing now we drive around Denver and it's a game for me now. Like I try and honk the horn (laughs) before anyone else because everyone's so impatient most of the time. Like as soon as the light turns green, they're honking. But now in my mind, I'm like, like what if not that they're rushing to get home somewhere and something happened, but like what if, what if something in life has been so bad, so, so bad and they just can't handle the stress of it. It's not my job to respond with frustration and anger. It's my job to just either not respond or be kind. So I agree.
0: Something I pick up from people, and I don't know if you do it or not, but when, say we go to a coffee shop, and this is just how I have always been. If you're going through a drive through coffee shop, whatever, I'll always say, could I please have a coconut milk latte? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. I always say I appreciate that and I always say can I please or could I please have a but most people say let me get a coconut milk latte or Give me a coconut milk latte.
1: No, that's never that's my whole life has been Thank you. Please. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir No, I just I,
0: I pay so much attention to people in line yeah. before me or after me and they'll say give me a coconut yeah. milk latte Is that all you like? Yup.
1: Hmm. yeah no let I me was, get a where well, where did you learn it though right like i, I learned it when i was young i don't being know being taught manners right I don't so think like you
0: learn that i think it's monkey see monkey do so that must have been how my mom did things yeah no one ever said say please stephanie say like, thank you
1: that's how i was raised i got slapped I didn't before need that
0: because my mom modeled it
1: yeah 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 you definitely were raised different Right, We don't
0: have to tell what we we were just saying. Why are kids any different? People don't learn when you tell them what they should do. You model the behavior. Mm -hmm. If you're healthy, you're fit, your relationships look balanced, and you're outside enjoying life, you don't have to go on Instagram and say, do this to feel good in the morning. People are just going to see your pictures and your videos and go, yo, what are you drinking? Mm -hmm. Give me some of that. Then you got their attention. Yeah, it wasn't Same so much. Kids. It
1: wasn't so much model to me, but it was almost not. It's not healthy, but it was like beat into me. It was, you say yes, sir. You say no, ma'am. You say please. You say thank you. You open the door for people. You hold the door for people. You put out or pull out chairs. You like all these things were told.
0: Is it because we teach most what we most need to learn?
1: I'm sure, but I'm I'm at, regardless of how they did it with me. I'm glad they did it because I love that. I watch people walk in a door over and over and over and nobody holds the door. But yet when I see somebody walk in, even if I'm not going in the same mm-hmm. place, I'll try to make it a point to hold the door for people. Yeah. So give me a, yeah,
0: let me get a, or that guy with the almond milk. He just shoved his coffee. Like we ordered almond milk
1: entitled though. The whole thing it's is, like, is
0: how about, Oh, they're so busy. Holy crap. Hey guys, I'm sorry to bother you. Could I get some, just a little splash of almond milk, please? Thank you
1: so much. There's two ways, right? There's the way that I learned all this, and there's the way you learned this. Mama showed you with action and compassion. I was shown with um, get my ass whipped in some other ways. Mama's way is totally better, but mm-hmm. a lot of people now don't get either. They don't have a healthy model like Mama, uh-huh. and they don't even get their ass whipped anymore and taught anything because it's like, there's just this gap between there now. Yeah. And so you have everyone now who is entitled <laughs> Because they should get something. Those are the people
0: who are Googling. Is my partner a narcissist? Yeah,
1: like, you you haven't earned anything. And this all goes back to everything that we've touched on that you knew at 25. Like, Mm. you're entitled for multiple reasons. And if you go back and listen to every one of her last 14 leading up to this, like, you'll start to understand, I need to be nicer. I need to understand people have, like, they're going to fuck up. Like go through all of them and you'll start to figure out like life is just what it is. And if you're kind, so I agree with this 100%. If you're kind and you were nice, you go a lot further.
0: Just be nice. That's it. Number 17, Jeffrey, thank you for the ambiance. Be a lifelong learner. I wrote, education is everything. It is key to a happy, healthy life. It doesn't end after high school or college. Oh, no. It actually just begins. Step away from social media and Hollywood entertainment. Go read. Go to a museum. Go explore and
1: travel. I agree. I don't... I've never looked at education the way you have looked at education in the past, but you're you're 100% correct. Yeah. 25-year-old Steph's correct. You... The moment you stop being a student of life in whatever way it is, yeah. like, is the moment you die. Yeah. I don't I, care if you're a builder. If you're if you're in construction and you're on a job site, you should be asking questions and learning how to do something better. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. And all of our beliefs and thoughts that I and Baby J and I and future guests and I share on this podcast are all in the moment. Just as we were saying earlier in the episode, if I'm 45 and I'm still like, yeah, still believe in that, 100% mm. Belief's still the same. <laughs> Red flag. Yeah. You should always be open. You should be. It's a delicate dance of being rooted in who you are and your beliefs, yet being mutable enough to be swayed to understand other points of view.
1: Yeah, yeah. Plant your roots deep. Know that but you're let not your moving. Sway. But yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah,
2: 100%.
0: Number 18 everything happens for a reason good things bad things everything there is a reason behind it all sometimes it may take years to understand why but i promise you one thing you will always figure out why
1: you don't know what you don't know until you know it
0: i'm reading the rest of it because i don't know if i want to read it okay i'll share it i kept writing i'll share a personal example with you When my brother was diagnosed with epilepsy, all I could think of is, why? Why us? Why my brother? Why me? Why my mom? It's making my eye twitch. Four years later, I now understand why. We all, including my brother, have this deep appreciation for life and health. We have witnessed firsthand how it can instantly change or be taken away. Understand that everything and everyone who enters your life is here for a reason. Refer to number six when you find yourself asking, why me? Number six. six, patience is a virtue. <sighs> this one makes me sad.
1: What was the exact beginning statement of this one? I everything happens for, for a reason. reason. Everything. Everything, good and bad in your life, happens for a reason. It's no different than decisions. There's actually no good or bad decisions. There's just decisions. And sometimes there's no good or bad that's happening to you. It's just something happening to you. for. But at the end of the day, it's happening for you. And so... If you take the perspective of why me, you're playing a victim. The moment you stop, and I know there's some shitty things that can happen like, you know, Ben having epilepsy, but the moment you step out of why me, why us, and you step into, okay, what's next? Is the moment you like really take the power and what did I- What can we
0: grow with this? What can we learn from
1: this? Where you place the blame is where you place the power. Dang. Right so yeah it's a good one agree or disagree totally agree
0: yeah me too still although gosh there's still so many things in my life that i would like to apply reasoning to but i can't no they just still seem so unfair but then the more i dive into it the more i'm like i think i could change them if i really tried or if i reflect on it i'm just like it it, if I were to get that level of I don't know success right now, I don't think I could handle it The things like that. Well, I'm here's like, the thing
1: is that's why you don't have that level of success yeah, right now. Yeah you know, like Everything happens for a reason period Ugh, The, the reason you
0: people who have like lost a child and i'm like you can't Or have watched their pet get run over. It's like The heck is the reason for that?
1: So cameron haynes the guy that runs um had his brother on a podcast, this guy named Taylor, and he lost a son at 16. And he talks about what the reason, like what he found in the reason. And so if anyone listening to this has had something that was unbelievably traumatic, I'm sorry. Um, I can't imagine what that's like. But at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. But when you try and put the meaning to it, Is where you start to really lose Mm. what that reasoning might have been
0: just let it be
1: you have to you have to
0: let it sit let it marinate yeah, I think the more traumatic something is the longer it takes to understand why
1: Ask me this again if I ever and I pray to God I never have to go through something That like most people or somebody that may have listened to this has to go has gone through but ask me again if that moment ever comes and I'll see how rooted my ass stays in this. But for now, I, I do love believe. I would ask
0: Mama. Do you think Ben's epilepsy happened for a reason?
1: You know, I think she would. We'll have to ask her. But I maybe know, she would I say would something along the lines of like, you know, I don't know the reason. I try not to look for the reason. It's just.
0: It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what she would say, huh? Yeah. We got to get her on here again. Yeah. So agree or disagree?
1: Agree. Totally agree. <sighs> totally fucking agree.
0: I'm on the fence. I don't know if I do anymore. Why? i think some things happen that just fucking suck
2: yeah maybe for so for growth reason.
0: i guess i'm on the fence it, it's dependable let depending go.
1: when you let go of control you realize that everything happens for a reason
0: god i didn't realize how badly i am a control freak <laughs> until i tried mushrooms for the first time until i get acupuncture
1: until you see your relationship with With my dog
0: yo (laughs) straight up this is why i am not a parent yet
1: again think about this a lot of people on this podcast
0: killed myself not not suicidal not in that way i mean the stress that i would have unintentionally caused myself from lack of control of raising and being i grew would have just autoimmunity 24 7 until i couldn't breathe
1: well here's the thing you don't know that because you've never lived it, but you can create the story based on who you know you to be now. I'm using data. But here's the thing, is you also haven't been, and everyone who's listened to this podcast and everyone who's listening right now is gonna be like, oh shit. How many times have you talked about like, why? Why have I not become a mother yet? This is what I am supposed to do. Now you've navigated it differently and it's really beautiful. But also, there's a reason. there's a reason you haven't gotten to to bear that motherhood yet and you won't really know the reason until you know the reason yeah but when that happens who knows who
2: knows and
0: god that's a whole other podcast episode on conception and the miracle of childbirth and raising i do believe God, and see, I just think of so many examples where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that children come to specific people at specific times. Yeah. Again, that's a whole other debate. We are just yeah. cracking the worms and Yeah, episode, that would be a long but, one. Woo way.
1: But I totally agree. And it helps me let go of control when I agree with those things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My heart has longed to be a mother, but I'm really, really glad that it hasn't happened yet.
2: Yeah.
0: And I think once I do become one, I will say, I am. This happened not a minute too soon or a minute too late. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. That I got through my twenties without having a baby.
1: (laughs) Anybody though that has been through some tough shit, I feel for you.
0: But then see some people in their twenties who had kids were totally ready for it. They're you know, they're not Oh my god. Do you guys hear that? Do you guys hear that? Don't bang on the wall. I wanna keep recording. I'm not. This is why. We are not going to live in this apartment much longer. I'm not. We get attacked by pit bulls who are still here.
1: I didn't lose my temper earlier. I just was at the point where it's like, they need to know. Literally, it's vibrating the whole you're, fucking place. You're
0: in an apartment. Can I
1: stomp on the floor?
0: But I don't know if it's them <laughs> or if it's our neighbor. It's somebody. I don't know. But Somebody about to fuck around and find out. They are about to fuck around and find out. But if it's that loud in our apartment,
2: what yeah. the fuck?
1: Yeah, that's some heavy that's gonna bass. That's going to
0: pop your eardrums in that room. Hmm. And it's the same beat that keeps going on, so I wonder what they're doing. I don't know. Oh, here. Okay, we got a little.
1: It's shaking the entire house. House. Oh, it's
0: picking it up. I'm pretty sure they can. Let me pause it. Dude. Yeah, you can hear wow. it.
1: All right. Number 18. We're not
0: doing this. Number 18. If you don't want to live somewhere, then fucking move. Wow. I knew my (laughs) shit. No, we're on 19. We're almost done. Number 19. This is probably my favorite. Number 19, I wrote, nobody knows what they're doing. Don't know what you want to be when you grow up? Good. Me neither. Don't know how you'll ever pay your student loans off? Me. Still paying mine. Don't know if you'll ever find your soulmate? There's plenty of 50-something-year-olds I know asking themselves these same questions. You're in good company. No one knows how to live life. We're all just stumbling our way through it, trying to make the most of it while we're here. Don't take life so seriously. Let go of the timeline. Relax.
1: I don't know what more to say, but then I agree. You agree? Yeah. There, yeah. It's nobody... Has we their know, shit together. We know what we're doing in the moment sometimes and why yeah. we're doing it in the moment, but once the moment passes, like... Nobody knows.
2: Nope.
0: Nobody knows. Literally, like we were saying earlier, just bite-sized pieces in your day-to-day. Just find, no matter what you're doing, who you're with, where you live, there is little pieces of, I'm gonna call it ladybug gold, since I used that an example earlier. Just find the little golden ladybugs of your day, of your routine. It's, I don't know, a gratitude list.
1: <laughs> Nobody knows what they're doing, but if you can stay focused and stay committed to your values, you'll never go the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And finally, the end of this two part series of 20 things I learned in my early twenties. Don't ever get too old to celebrate your life. I wrote last but not least, get out there and celebrate your birthday if you want to stumble around in heels and a sash that says birthday princess go fucking do it if you want to really go all out refer to number 15 and throw a dinosaur themed pizza party at a jungle gym with your 20 something year old friends i wrote oh my god i just planned my next birthday (laughs) but never get too old and mature to have a damn good time on your birthday ever if you are fortunate enough to live another year of life celebrate that
1: here's the thing let's go deeper if you're blessed to wake up another morning Celebrate, celebrate that it. and you are such a fucking sag yeah a pizza party dinosaur themed
0: a dinosaur themed pizza party at a jungle gym yeah that sounds incredible
1: everyone needs well here's the thing though is most people's minds don't work that way unless they have sagittarius and the big three
0: i mean like get you a sag friend i know
1: i'm glad i have you in this relationship now because if not i would have just done a uh organic sandwich party outside of a. party. when park. we
0: first met it was your birthday. And you didn't tell me. I know. Well, it was the day before. But had I known, you would have showed up at the Airbnb with a dinosaur-themed pizza party. <laughs> I mean... I was so pissed the next day. I don't know how I figured it out. You just, like, subtly dropped something. Like, yeah, I gotta go home. They're having dinner for my birthday. I was like, you're what? You're... Blah, blah, blah. You're like, yeah, it's my birthday today. Boy, I threw my iced coffee out the window and pulled a yui. <laughs> like,
1: well, here's the thing is, like, no, like my mom celebrated our birthday parties by having a adult party (laughs) big fucking Aries Leo Leo, but Aries Leo Libra and (laughs) once I got to a certain age it like it wasn't celebrated like nobody um I think this is what forced me like we talked a few back into solitude is that I was the only one truly celebrating my life my wins my failures my everything and so birthdays were no different it all just became mm-hmm. this mundaneness of life so it was like uh, you yeah. know but don't do that celebrate life every it fucking day it makes
0: me so sad it's just the most blaring neon sign of I am hurt when people say no I don't celebrate my birthday whatever I just want to go
2: yeah what
0: do you so okay we're depressed here we don't celebrate life in this house okay yeah. where did the depression start let's talk about it yeah. let's find your golden ladybugs <laughs>
1: Yeah, celebrate everything. Yes. Doesn't have to like
0: it doesn't have to be huge for no e- even for your birthday. If I just like made you a homemade cake and we camped out in a tent in Moab, that is celebrating
1: I mean that's essentially what we did. It's it the best fucking did. time ever.
0: Yeah. It doesn't have yeah. to it could be just somebody go buy them a cupcake at the grocery store and come home and sing them happy birthday. Yep. It doesn't have to be a dinosaur Well this is beans. and so here is
1: here is one way that I like to celebrate every day i get to wake up i am blessed to wake up and make you your morning water your little adrenal cocktail and leave you a sticky note on it yeah and so every single morning i wake up it's an honor to be able to wake up and do that so i celebrate it by doing that yep and then i go about my day
0: yeah gratitude list do you still do your morning gratitude
1: Yep, so do your gratitude. That's a celebration. Self-appreciation. Well, the self-appreciation part is like
0: the I am statements. Mhm. Those are powerful. So, I'm digging those more.
1: Yeah. Agree.
0: That's what 25-year-old Steph wrote. What do you think? She pretty cool?
1: It shows me that you've always been smart, but you needed to find wisdom. And now you found wisdom.
0: Not yet. Are you kidding me?
1: You're finding. Oh my god. Wisdom. I don't But the fact that you were that smart to come up with these at at 20 to 25, like I guarantee you could have made the same list at 20 if you'd have thought about it. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you had the smarts and the wherewithal to make that list and then go fuck up and fail at that (laughs) list along the way and gain wisdom from that.
0: Yeah. Oh, we still will. Everything we share on this podcast, everything we teach and preach and talk about, that's why I call it tales of having a human experience because the human experience is messy. It is not straightforward. Yep. You teach people do this, do this, and you don't do it. Like <laughs> It's just, it is what it is. And I knew this back then because look at how I ended it. Go ahead. I ended it with the famous Maya Angelou quote, people will forget what you said. They will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And then I wrote, if you're anything like me, You'll forget about this blog post by this weekend or hey, 25-year-old stuff, this podcast. I just hope that it inflicted some sense of hope and reassurance that it's okay. And I hope those feelings never leave you because it's true. You're okay. 30, look out. I'm coming for you.
1: I guess you need to rewrite. Woo! I guess you need to rewrite something now for your 45-year-old Let's, self.
0: Oh. God, no, that's kind of depressing, but no. it, it is cool to have this little time capsule. I can't wait to read this when I'm 45, but okay, let's wrap it up like this. We'll both answer this. Let's pretend 25-year-old Steph is sitting in that computer chair right there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Look at her wearing her purple shirt and ripped jeans like she's a cool teenager, <laughs> walking out of Abercrombie. <laughs> what would you say to her?
1: Nothing. Not a word.
0: Girl, you fine. Why, yeah. <laughs> you married? Not today. Oh, no.
1: <clears throat> you were a baby. I wouldn't I wouldn't be hitting on a 25-year-old. But No. I would I wouldn't say a word. I wouldn't say a word. I would I would well, here you go. I would say live your life, how you're going to live your life because at the end of the day that's all that matters. Do what you're going to do because who you're going to be is gonna be based on the foundation of what you do right and wrong today. So just go live. I'm not gonna give you any answers to the test. I'm just gonna tell you to go live.
0: Gosh, now I'm gonna really I gotta look at her. I gotta look at the pictures of myself and these things. <clears throat> so here I am but
1: make sure you find me in August <laughs> of twenty nineteen. No later.
0: Look at how young and youthful and soft my face is. If this girl were sitting right in front of us.
1: Don't take control.
0: Don't take control?
1: Yeah, don't take control.
0: That's what you would say to her?
1: No, 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 I'm telling you. Because you said you struggle with control, so don't. Oh. So don't control her. Oh. Basically.
0: No, I'm thinking, what would I tell her? I got to really think about this. This is emotional, this is therapy. I would tell her, no matter how many times you tell yourself you've strayed from your soul's path, you haven't. You need all of these moments that you've convinced yourself are holding you back or impeding you reaching this golden point, but there is no golden point. There is no finish line. There is no, ah, I made it finally and everything is good. Even when you get to that false finish line, there's going to be moments and people and things that make you feel this same way. And so knowing that, every day, soak up the moment. Even though you're with someone who you know you're not going to be with forever, stare at him a little bit longer enjoy dinner with him tonight just a little bit longer because you're not going to be here hug those cats too because you're really gonna miss those things one day and just absorb it and take it in because it's gonna be content for a podcast episode being filmed in an apartment with really loud bass next door one day and you're gonna need this for wisdom And even though you convince yourself you're trapped, you're uncomfortable, this is wrong, you will miss these days. There will be moments where life is actually more difficult than you thought it could be and you will miss these days. So really be present in everything you do. You already do a really good job at it. But even in the moments where you just want to close your eyes and disappear, that's when I want you to open them and really look around. That's what I would tell her. I like it. Love always, your 34 year old self.
1: See you soon, 45.
2: No, stop. (laughs) We can't do that.
1: My wrinkles are triggered. You just wear frownies.
0: All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to two episodes of this series of 20 things I learned in my 20s. I hope you guys took something from it. It's really cool that we have young teenagers listening to this and also men and women in their 80s. Mm-hmm. That's that's the audience of Lightworkers. It doesn't get cooler than that. And yep. I hope maybe all of them took something, some golden ladybug from this episode. Thank you for joining me, Baby J. I really appreciate your perspective. It's so much different than mine, but so useful.
2: I
1: appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for letting me into your 20s
0: yeah i wish we knew each other me too see you guys later peace out